In these last days, the Bible predicts a turning away from biblical truth. In order to combat false teachings that are running rampant and a growing lack of biblical literacy, Behold Israel provides weekly public readings of Scripture to equip you with the pure Word of God, read in an international community with interaction and application. Each week, we host different guests from all walks of life. Our original readings can be found on our Behold Israel community channel on YouTube or on our Facebook channel. These are audio versions created to make it convenient for your busy schedule. Now, on to our readings. Welcome, everybody, to Public Reading of Scripture, otherwise known as PRS. And that is a lost art in the church where we simply sit back, listen to God's Word, and ask Him to speak to us. With us tonight is our Director of Canada, Nick DiGiovanni. How are you doing this evening? Good. Thanks, Mike. Great to be here. And how is it up in Canada? You're in Vancouver, out on the West Coast. How is the nature of Canadian politics and social life and the spiritual condition of your country? I think it's pretty much what the world is doing. They're going all in on wokeness and liberalism and progressive, all for in the name of progressivism. And I think it's it's what the Bible tells us the world's going to look like at the end of the days. So we're very near to the Lord's return, and it could be today, and we're those who are faithful and following the Lord are waiting for him uh, with eyes lifted up. Mm-hmm. Well, I just wanted to say uh, it is good to have you. Uh, folks, if you're just joining us now, this is public reading of Scripture with prayer for Israel and even for the world. We've seen a wave of anti-Semitism rise up globally we've never witnessed before since World War II, multiple cities throughout the earth. And... The IDF is conducting operations. If you're following us on Telegram, you'll know that the IDF, Israeli Defense Force, is making serious progress in rooting out the evil of Hamas, which is basically a community of people that have embraced demonic doctrines of hate, even beyond what they have for themselves with love. They love themselves even less than they hate the Israelis. And so that's a very volatile concoction. We are committed to snuffing out evil in this world. And tonight, you're going to do that by listening to God's Word and prayer. So like the past weeks, about halfway through, we're going to read two Proverbs, and then after that, we are going to ask you to write down in the chat room, whether you're either on YouTube or Facebook, what's your move to pray for Israel? Is it for the IDF soldiers? Is it for victims? Is it for people's lives that have been forever changed through trauma? What is it? Is it for the government? Is it for the leaders? Only God will lead you in those prayers. And know this, just like the little notes that you put into the Western wall of your prayers, this serves as kind of a similar purpose. Permanently sealed on Facebook and YouTube will be your prayers in these chat rooms. And for those who watch this after that follow the chats, they can see those and to join with you and say amen. So we're really counting on you to step up, just like you have been doing in the, the past few weeks, and intercede, intercede for the nation of Israel that's going through this horrible, horrible Holocaust right now. The beautiful thing, though, is they're taking care of business, and they are making progress. And so, Nick, will you lead us in a prayer, and then we'll jump straight into the text of Proverbs? All right. 
Dear Heavenly Father, what a privilege it is to be able to read your word. Thank you, God, for your word, for giving us direction and comfort and blessing, for having your complete word in our hands, and we're able to read it aloud throughout the world. And God, I pray that it is a special blessing for everyone tonight, that we can apply it to our hearts and our lives and to live it, Lord, so that we can be in faithful obedience to your will, Lord. And we just want to thank you once again for being with us in your presence here, Lord. And we ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. I just feel led real quick to open the chat. As you can see, whenever you write something down, the time it'll actually appear on this broadcast is about 20 seconds later. So if you write something down, don't expect it to appear instantly. But uh, as we just kind of prepare our hearts, know this, we're an international community live. And even those of you who are viewing this after the fact, wherever you're from, your soul and your prayers matter. They make a difference. This is not the forum to tell you how many prayers have actually been answered, literally. We, all, we also hold three prayer meetings per week. There's Zoom, and you can find the information on our website. But I love the fact that we have so many people from so many places watching this right now. And so I'm going to leave that up just for a minute, and then we're going to go on over to Proverbs chapter 7, and we will begin. I'll take the chat down. Just be prepared to write your prayers after we read these two Proverbs. Let's do this. My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. My commands, my commands and live, and my law as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call to understanding your nearest kin, that they may help keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. For the widow of my house, I looked through my lattice, and I saw among the simple, I perceived among the youths, a young man devoid of understanding, passing along the street near her corner. And he took the path to her house, in the twilight in the evening, in the black and dark night. And there a, wom there a woman met him with the attire of a harlot, and a crafty heart. She was loud and rebellious. Her feet would not stay at home. At times she was outside, at times in the open square, lurking at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him with an impudent face. She said to him, I have peace offerings with me. Today I have paid my vows. So I came out to meet you, diligently to seek your face, and I have found you. I have spread my bed with tapestry, colored coverings of Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until morning. Notice she uses the word love. What a seductress. Let us delight ourselves with love, for my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He has taken a bag of money with him and will come home on the appointed day. With her enticing speech, she caused him to yield. With her flattering lips, she seduced him. Immediately he went after her as an ox goes to the slaughter, or as the fool to the correction of the stocks. 
till an arrow struck his liver and, the bir and a bird hastens to the snare. He did not know it would cost his life. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children. Pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For she has cast down many wounded, and all who were slain by her were strong men. Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. Very sobering indeed. We will have a chance to comment on that in just a minute. Proverbs chapter 8, Nick. Does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? She takes her stand on the top of the high hill, beside the way where the paths meet. She cries out by the gates at the entry of the city, at the entrance of the doors. To you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O oh, you simple ones, understand prudence, and you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things, and from the opening of my lips will come right things. For my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands, and right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding, I have strength. By, my, by me kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me princes rule and nobles, all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I have been established from everlasting, from the beginning, before there was ever an earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills I was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep. When he established the clouds above. When he strengthened the fountains of the deep. When he assigned to the sea its limit, so that the waters would not tra transgress his command. When he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was with the sons of men. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not disdain it. Blessed is the man who listens to me, 
watching daily at my gate, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who sins against me wrongs his own soul. All those who hate me love death. Whoa. All those who hate me love death. And in the previous chapter, those who run to the harlot are giving themselves to death. Those who reject wisdom choose death. Nick, what are some things the Lord said to you in either of these chapters? Uh, looking at the uh, chapter 7, we see that um, wisdom includes keeping off the path of that one knows is going to lead to temptation. And we see the harlot is, he's at the wrong place at the wrong time. He's following a path, going to her house, when in previous, I think a couple chapters before, it says stay away from her door. And here he's falling for this trap as the scriptures describe it, which leads to just death and destruction. And he's foolish to think that he's different. He's got arrogant pride that he thinks he can play with the temptation and come away clean when all others have failed as well. When I was young, I used to take paper clips and a magnet. I used to take the magnet. I, could, I just wanted to see how close I could get to the paper clip. And then you, you can't, you can't. You get to that point where zoop, the paper clip comes in and there's nothing you can do. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah. And you said yourself, it's, it's all about avoiding. It's about taking the magnet, not even getting anywhere near the paper. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a metaphor I use. And uh, it's good. Th th then you get to the next chapter in wisdom. Wisdom is personified that we should pursue. That's what we should pursue. God and his wisdom. So that we know how to make the right decision in any given situation and come out on top, come out on life. That's the same thing that we have been asking the Lord to do for the state of Israel. I'm going to put up the chats now. If you know somebody that wants to pray for Israel, this is the time to share. Forward this either on YouTube or Facebook and say, join us for prayer right now. We're writing out our prayers. We're going to have another chance to do this later after we read two chapters from Mark. But temptation takes on different forms. When evil sets in, in this case with the Palestinian and the Hamas, the temptation is their hatred far exceeds their love for their own people and even themselves, where they're willing to sacrifice themselves and their own families and their own communities for the delicious blood of Jews. That's what they would say. This is not human thinking. This is not wisdom. This is diabolical, different form of a temptation to take and capitalize, the devil's capitalizing on their pre-existing hate and transforming it into bestial savagery, and it has to be wiped out. And you can see, look at these prayers. I'm going to let that roll. As we think about temptations, wisdom, the high road, life versus death. Nick, as we have read these two chapters, what is the consequence if we lack wisdom? Do you have any examples of... Some, some people will say, Nick, that, hey, Israel needs to restrain itself. 
you know, they need to hold back. But a wise person looks at that and they say, if you do that, it allows evil to reform, get stronger, and then you frustrate a righteous path to wipe it out. No one rejoices in the death of souls. We rejoice in the termination of evil. In this case, we don't live in a perfect world, and so the IDF has to act. And these are times in human history where we are defined by what we believe and how we apply wisdom in any given situation. Nick, do you have anything to add about that as we just watch these prayers? And if you're watching this, just watch these prayers, listen to the word of God, listen to some of these comments. Just try to say amen. I hope that we're troll free tonight, guys. I'm taking a risk with this, okay? Just keep praying. Let your prayers be known. Nick, anything to add? I, I just, yeah, the, the wisdom, you love wisdom, you love God. And as the scripture said there, anyone who hates wisdom hates God. And wisdom leads to life and favor from the Lord. So uh, as far as you're connecting it to what Israel is doing right now, I think they need to, they need to be wise in how they deal with the enemy and, and they need to eliminate that threat, which is right on their back door. Live this way. It's happened time and time again. You've heard the cutting the grass metaphor, right? It just keeps growing back because they just deal with it on the surface level and not uproot it right from the, all of it has mm -hmm. to be uprooted right from the roots. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the the plan that they have. And I pray that uh, the leaders around the world will acknowledge that and support them. And I, there are several leaders that I've heard that, that are taking that stand, but far too many of them have, have, you know, voiced their opinion saying, well, let's, let's be temperate here and uh, cooler heads will prevail, which uh, in this case is just going to lead to more of this in the future. Yeah. In fact, I feel uh, compelled to pray. And if you're watching this right now, I'm just put my hands out as a symbol as we pray over Israel and the Palestinians. Lord, I pray for salvation among all the peoples. Yeah. Pray that your spirit reach down deep into every human soul involved. Cause them to look to you. You're the only answer. Lord, we also ask for wisdom for all the people involved as well. Wisdom for Hamas to repent, yeah. change their mind and become human for the Israelis to know how to deal with this situation, to root out evil. But we pray for salvation. Pray that people would be saved in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Keep the prayers going. It's like the incense offering. It's beautiful. I will close the chat and we're going to continue our reading. This is a PRS mark chapter 8. I'll be reading Mark chapter 8, and then Nick will take Mark chapter 9. Fun story. In those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away, hungry to their own homes, they will faint on the way, for some of them have come from afar. Then his disciples answered him, How can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? 
he asked them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to his disciples to set before them, and they set them before the multitude. They also had a few small fish. And having blessed them, he said, to set them also before them. So they ate and were filled. And they took up seven large baskets of leftover fragments. Now those who had eaten were about 4,000, and he sent them away, immediately got into the boat with his disciples and came to the region of Dalmanuthia. Then the Pharisees came out and began to dispute with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven, testing him. But he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Assuredly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation. And he left them, and getting into the boat again, departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread, and they did not have more than one loaf with them in the boat. Then he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread? But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet understand or perceive? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, you do not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said to him, Twelve. Also, when I broke the seven for the four thousand, how many large baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said, Seven. He said to them, How is it you do not understand? Then he came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house saying, Neither go into the town nor tell anyone in the town. Now Jesus and his disciples went out to the towns of Caesarea Philippi, and on the road he asked his disciples, saying to them, Who do men say that I am? They answered, John the Baptist, some say, Elijah and others, one of the prophets. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said to him, you are the Christ. Then he strictly warned them that they should tell no one about him. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He spoke this word openly. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned around and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get behind me, Satan. For you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. When he had called the people to himself, with his disciples also, he said to them, 
Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in glory, the glory of his Father, with the heavenly holy angels. You know, there's wisdom chalked in this passage right there in that last paragraph. I can't help but to refer you back to the Proverbs, but let's continue on to Mark chapter 9. Nick. And he said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that there are some standing here who will not taste death till they see the kingdom of God present with power. Now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up on a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His clothes became shining, exceedingly white, like snow, such as no launderer on earth can whiten them. And Elijah appeared to them with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here, and let us make three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Because he did not know what to say, for they were greatly afraid. And a cloud came and overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved son hear him. Suddenly, when they had looked around, they saw no one anymore, but only Jesus with themselves. Now as they came down from the mountain, he commanded them that they should tell no one these things that they had seen, till the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept this word to themselves, questioning what the rising from the dead meant. And they asked him, saying, Why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Then he answered and told, Indeed, Elijah is coming first and restores all things. And how is it written concerning the Son of Man that he must suffer many things and be treated with contempt? But I say to you that Elijah has also come, and they did to him whatever they wished, as it is written of him. And when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and scribes disputing with them. Immediately, when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed, and running to him, greeted him. And he asked the scribes, What are you discussing with them? Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son, who has a mute spirit, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him, brought him to him, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, How long has this ha been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And often he had 
thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him. And he became as one dead, so that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? So he said to them, This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Then they departed from there and passed through Galilee, and he did not want anyone to know it. For he taught his disciples and said to them, The Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And after he is killed, he will rise the third day. But they did not understand this saying and were afraid to ask him. Then he came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What was it you disputed among yourselves on the road? But they kept silent, for on the road they had disputed among themselves who would be the greatest. And he sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all, and servant of all. Then he took a little child and set him in the midst of them, and when he had taken him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one of these little children in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Now John answered him, saying, Teacher, we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow us. But Jesus said, Do not forbid him, for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me. For he who is not against us is on our side. For whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name because you belong to Christ, assuredly, I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he was thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed rather than having two hands to go to hell into the fire that shall never be quenched, where their worm dies, does not die and the fire is not quenched. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame rather than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that shall never be quenched, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. For everyone will be seasoned with fire, and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt loses its flavor, how will you season it? 
have salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. Thank you, Nick. If you're just joining us now, and if somebody sent you a share, we are reading scriptures, listening to scriptures, and we're also praying for Israel. In fact, I'm going to reopen the chat room again. If you write something down, you're going to have to wait 20 seconds uh, to see it. Um, because this broadcast, even what I'm saying right now, is um, later. So look at some of these comments coming in. Nick, as we pray and as we agree with the words that everyone's writing, there's a lot going on in these two chapters. What's one application that comes to your mind that you can encourage us with? Well, I, I know the book of Mark is, out of the four Gospels, I believe it has the most uh, miracles recorded. And, you know, we see the Pharisees come and asking for a sign or a miracle. And we hear that today too, where people, you know, are looking for signs or miracles, but signs and miracles don't save anyone. And we see clearly the Pharisees, even if they were shown something, they still wouldn't have believed because they saw a bunch and they didn't believe. It's an open heart that receives salvation. And I think that's uh, one application, especially after we've read so many miracles that we saw here, it, it's not the miracles. The miracles proved Jesus' deity, that he was God, it fulfilled scripture. And if you have an open heart, it's a great motivation to believe. But when you don't have an open heart, no amount of miracles that you see are going to convince you. Yeah. You see it in the world today. Yeah, my prayer is, and um, I'm asking and inviting all of you to pray for miracles on the field in Israel. For everyone, for everybody to see the witness of God's work. You know, we've shared this story before, but I, I just love this story, how a reservist was called up to duty. People have been praying for the IDF and this reservist arrives at his unit and all of the weapons haven't been lubricated. They're rusty. The bolt action group within the AR-15 platform isn't really, yeah, you need to take these apart, lube them up, get all the rust out of there. And they all just went out to the field and they had to deploy fire on the enemy and the rifles all worked. Miraculously, they got back to their base and they were doing some target shooting and a lot of the rifles, even after they had been maintained, did not work. You just wonder sometimes, you know, and like Nick said, and like the text said is, we all ask for a sign, but then there's a point where we have to come to where we just admit mm -hmm. God has given me a clue. And if you're an Israeli, Jesus is your Messiah. If by chance anyone from Hamas or the Palestinian territories is watching this, you've been fooled by your leaders. They have infused evil in your culture, and all you have to do is turn to Jesus, embrace Jesus. You know, when it says in the text that beware of the leaven of the Pharisees or the leaven of Herod, don't follow the world too much in the philosophies of the world and the popularity of the world, and also be careful with religion, any religion. These two pitfalls, these two rudders, like if you ever go bowling, there's these gutters. You got to stay away from those two gutters. And Jesus is the answer. Jesus said he's the way, the truth, and the life. Now, I love these prayers because what you're seeing right now on the chat, and there's, there's only a fragment of them, these are the prayers of the saints that are going to be answered or are being answered right now on behalf of 
God to the, the Israelites, to the Israelis, and to the Jews. No one asked for this situation. And I was on a podcast this morning, and the Bible promises that this world will increase in wars and rumors of wars. And we've known that forever, but to experience what we're seeing globally right now is not easy. And so with that, I just want to encourage you all, next week we'll continue, and we want to say an early Merry Christmas. And uh, Nick, can you close us in prayer? And then yeah. I'll make a quick announcement. Stay on. I want to make a quick announcement. I want to show you all something very critical. Nick, can you close us? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for your word once again, Lord, that we read it and that we read it aloud and we we hear your voice, Lord, when you speak through your word, God. And we just want to thank you for the applications in our lives and for just a, a wonderful comfort in reading your word. And for all these wonderful prayers that we see, scroll across, Lord, for Israel. We pray right now, Lord, for the leadership there, the, the IDF, the people of Israel, Lord, give them strength, give them your strength, help give them eyes and ears to see, Lord, that you are the Messiah, God, that they've been really searching and seeking. Help them, Lord, remove the blinders from them. We want to see them come to salvation, Lord. And that's the first and foremost thing, God. We know that you're, that is your nation, the apple of your eye. Lord, and that no matter what the world tries to do, that your will shall not be thwarted. Um, but God, at the end, we, we want to see people come to you with the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And we want to thank you for all these people, Lord, a special blessing on each and every one of them who's in attendance here or watching on Facebook or YouTube and, uh, to their families as well, bless them. And, uh, may they remember the reason for the season, Lord Jesus Christ. And we want to thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Scan the QR code if you're not on Telegram. This is a new source of accurate news, what's going on in Israel. And mark my words, by the time you see a post that a mere posts of news, usually within 24 hours to 40 hours, the uh, mainstream media picks up on it if they choose to uh, run the story. Our sources are good, they are reliable, and we hope that you join this channel. You say, hey, I don't want to download the app, I just want the news. Then you can go to our website, you scan that QR code. The only inconvenience is you don't have an app with a notification, you just have to go there on your own free will. But some of you like to not have the app, and we understand that, and so we provide that. And you say, hey, I'm not interested in any of that. I just want a weekly newsletter. Well, there you go. Weekly newsletter. If you want a summary of the week's news and read it in the convenience of just one time, take you about five to 10 minutes. Subscribe to our newsletter. It also includes weekly devotionals written by Pastor Barry Stagner and Amir. Wonderful stuff. So with that, we're going to continue next week. And keep praying for Israel. Keep praying for all of the people involved in this horrible situation. And with that, thank you, Nick. Thank you, everybody, for praying with us tonight. Look at the chat and see what the Lord is doing and say amen. Until next week, keep listening to God's word. We'll see you then. Goodbye.